All right, people, what is going on? What is going on? This is episode number 282. 282 of the first and frame rate show. I am BF Baller, and over here we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Today we're going to talk about Atlanta Falcons football <clears throat> as far as the draft. Now, we talked about free agency last time. We touched on the Atlanta Falcons, and we're going to talk a little bit about the draft because I'm Scott Bear. Um, for AtlantaFalcons.com, he's the Atlanta Falcons digital managing editor, put out a pretty, uh, you know, respectable, in my opinion, NFL mock draft for the first round. And um, I don't really follow too many uh, uh, mock drafts because I think they're kind of weird. But going over his uh, draft, um, his mock draft, I actually, you know, see where he was going and, and a lot of it made sense. And uh, one thing that I'm going to take away from it I'm going to discuss um, today on this show because uh, one major thing I want to touch on, but obviously with the whole situation with our number eight pick is kind of like a no brainer, but like I said, there's something major. I want to talk about that. So um, welcome to the first and frame rate show. I'm via baller over here. Like I said, Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons. If this is your first time here, go ahead and hit the like button, share this uh, video or, and subscribe to the channel. If you're on the podcast side of things, go ahead and give me a high star rating on that star chart. Also, uh, subscribe over there as well. Because uh, when you subscribe, you will get a notification as soon as I upload a new episode. And um, you will be uh, able to automatically download the, the episode if you choose. I think it's a toggle on most of these podcast apps that you can do so it'll automatically download for you so you don't even have to worry about it it'll be right there ready for you to listen also i'm gonna double back the guys that are on the youtube side of things hit that notification bell you'll get notified as well once i put up a video um all right and one more thing before i get started if you want to then i've seen a lot of people give me a good bit of feedback on this if you want to donate the link will be down in the description if you want to donate through uh anchor or on or on cash app um, the cash app, uh, my cash app ink is link is VF baller 20. So if you want to check that out and, um, give a small donation to keep this up and running, that'd be great. Uh, it's totally optional, but it will be definitely appreciated either way. We're going to keep this ball rolling and, uh, let's go ahead and get into this. The Atlanta Falcons are drafting at number eight. And like I said, Scott bear at, uh, atlantafalcons.com did a really good job at um, doing a mock draft. And I know this is mock draft 1.0. Things could change. And um, this draft does not have any trades or anything in it, which kind of makes sense. Usually the first uh, usually the first mock draft don't really have any trades. It's just based on what slot that the teams are in to actually pick a player. So we're going to go through pretty much every draft pick that is going the first 32 picks that Mr. Scott Bear put down here. And uh, we're going to evaluate most of them. I'm not gonna really going to touch on every pick because, you know, this mostly I like to talk about the Falcons. And I want to give you my take on a few picks that could affect what the Falcons are doing. Also, I want to definitely talk about the number eight pick. So um, let's go ahead and scroll down and start looking at this. Like um, he said that uh, Alabama, Evan Neal goes number one to the Jaguars. Now, if you know from what I was talking about before, Evan Neal was the pick for me personally. It, it, it basically went like this. Evan Neal, N'Kobe Dean, Derek Stingley. That, that's basically how it was for me because, I, I mean, I'm a big N'Kobe Dean fan. 
I would love to see him in a Falcons uniform, but we do need protection on the offensive line. I don't care what anybody says. That To me, that's the main priority. I know a lot of people look at all these other players, all these athletes, all these other people that, that can actually play, do a pretty good job, and I'm here for it. I, I, I totally understand, and I don't think you're necessarily wrong if you feel that way, but I feel like protection of the offensive line comes first. You need that in the trenches. It doesn't matter. Even if you go defensive line, I get it because the trenches matter. If you can break through an offensive line against any team, you can have the upper hand throughout the entire season. I get it. But Evan Neal just looks like that guy and looks like, based on this, it looks like the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are probably going to pick him up. I do get it. Um, I don't know their, their status or their situation with uh, the offensive line, but I will say that um, Trevor Lawrence could, would benefit from a guy like this. So it's not even a, a no-brainer. You know, James Robinson, the running back, will definitely uh, benefit from a uh, from a guy like this. So uh, I, I, I'm not against it. So that's, that's cool. Now, number two, Aiden Hutchinson. This was the fourth guy I would probably pick. Because we do need pass rush. So, like I said, it was it, it, for the Falcons, it was Evan Neal, N'Kobe uh, Dean, Derek Stingley, then Aiden Hutchinson. Those are my four. I mean, I, I never had, like, a top five or anything. But those are the four guys that I would have really, you know, looked at. Um, Aiden Hutchinson is probably going to end up going to the Detroit Lions based on this mock draft. Um, I'm not against this as well. But, you know, we're going to miss out on the edge rusher. So, therefore, it's going to be an issue there where – we're not going to be able to get him because Aiden Hutchinson is definitely uh, a really good talent. A lot of people give him a lot of slack, but um, I think he's he's worth the pick. And for him to be close to his college or whatever the case may be, you know, I guess that works out for the most part. Um, I saw a lot of guys. Shout out to Smitty Sports Machine. Um, he was talking about this guy here, Kyle Hamilton at safety, and I'm not against this either. If um, Derek Stingley wasn't there, I could see where – uh, and then Kyle Hamilton was available. I could see why, how the Falcons would pick him up, him playing us alongside of uh, Richie Grant. I get it. Um, but I, I think he's too good to be sick, sticking around. At number three, I think this is somewhat of a high pick for a safety, but if he is good as advertised, um, the Texas is not going to be um, – and the Texas is not going to lose in this situation. Also, uh, with Lovey Smith is a defensive-minded uh, coach. He's the new coach of the Texans. I can see this possibly being the case. With Texans needing a little bit of everything on their team, I would not be surprised if this is the case. And number four, Kevon Thibodeau. Um, once again, shout out to, uh, I think, Smitty once again. Um, you guys need to check out his channel if you haven't already. Uh, very good. I've been on his channel a couple times. I'll have the link of the, his channel in the description if you want to check out the YouTube channel. But um, if you, uh, I think he talked about Kevon Thibodeau as well, another edge rusher that the Falcons could use. But unfortunately, it looks like a situation where the Jets may get him based on this mock draft as well. So um, and we're, we're probably going to miss out on him as well. At number five, Kimmy Ikwanyu, uh offensive tackle. I, I'm not trying to say that I, I just never really looked at him. I honestly, I, I really didn't. So, um, I'm not against having an excellent, uh, a, a really good offensive lineman. If the Falcons could have got to him, cool. But if not, he just wasn't on my radar. Same thing with Charles Cross for the uh, offensive, um, on the offensive for the Carolina Panthers. Um, the the Giants and the Panthers need offensive linemen. They do because um. 
and you need you want to try to keep uh Jones up up uh upright and I think Sam Donald's going to be the starter again. I mean, you're going to you you're going to need somebody to keep these guys upright. So I'm not against those. Brian Ajabo from Michigan, another edge rusher playing on the other side of Aiden Hutchinson. Uh the New York Giants is at number 7. So once again, they got they're number 5 and number 7. So they're going to get two pretty good players back to back. So that's pretty cool. Um with another edge rusher, shout out to um my guy from uh Georgia Southern. Uh oh goodness, I forgot his name that quick. Oh man. Oh, uh, Raymond Johnson. <laughs> Raymond Johnson. Goodness, I'm, I'm, I just had a brain fart right there. Uh he'll be playing with uh one of our guys from Georgia Southern, Raymond Johnson, if this is the case. Remember, this is a mock draft. So uh that'd be cool. Um not sure if they'll go this route, but hey, you never know. So that's another edge rusher that's going to be going off the board. I don't think this he was necessarily on the Falcons' radar. Um, based on this mock draft, this guy is going to be drafted to the Falcons, Derek Stingley. This is what I, I I am cool with this. I don't have a problem with this. Derek Stingley has played very well at LSU for the past couple of years. Um, he looked like he could do a little bit better. He's a little rough around the edges, but look, this is nothing new. Um, a lot of cornerbacks come into the league with a lot of work that needs to be done, and it's not hard for them to adapt to the NFL, um, um, to the NFL level. Uh, AJ Terrell was one that when he first came in, everybody knew he was good, but he started off a little rough. He had to learn a little bit. A couple other guys that I've been watching, I know I'm a little biased, so I'm gonna say it. Uh, Kendall Vildor, when he came out of Georgia Southern fifth round pick, and he was a little rough around the edges, learning some things. He was very good at at his technique but he was still a little rough learn had to learn a little bit and right now i think he's playing at a pretty good level for the uh for the chicago bears um um, actually started a few games last year so that's pretty cool to see so when you're looking at guys like a Derek stingley um this looked like a really good uh look for the falcons have somebody on the other side of aj terrell um not my number one pick but considering the picks that i wanted are actually going to be going with Neil and um and uh Hutchison. Well, which Hutchison is behind Stingley. Uh, I can't remember, but I mean no, Dean is still there. But with uh Hutchison and Neil is still uh is gone. I can see them picking up another guy on the other side because the Atlanta Falcons needed a lot of help in the secondary. Played a little bit better than I thought they would because they didn't give up the, the big plays. But to have somebody on the other side of Asia Terrell could be very good for the Falcons going forward. Um, but with this being said, I'm going to talk about how I feel about this number eight pick going forward. Just give me a little bit longer. Kenny Pickett goes at number nine to Denver. They need a quarterback. Um, and I can see this because my thing is, uh, Drew Locke. I like Drew Locke a lot. Don't get me wrong. I like him personally, but he just has not been able to, uh, he hasn't been able to produce like I thought he would. So, uh, I'm going to see how this is going to, uh, work out for them i'm, I'm going to watch this because this is going to be interesting because drew lock is still able to do some things but with kenny pickett in the fold i would not be surprised if kenny pickett will be uh i would i'll be surprised if he will be the starter Omar garner uh cornerback from cincinnati now this is a guy that i could see that the falcons would have probably taken as well um if garner or stingley you can interchange them in my opinion um and it would not hurt the falcons at all so i think garner is a pretty good pick for the jets they need help um on defense they need uh they need help a little bit everywhere so um so with them having 
Kevon Thibodeau and turn right back around and get Gardner. That'd be pretty cool. So this mock draft look is looking all right. Like I said, this mock draft actually plays out pretty well. I can respect this draft because it, it, it in to an extent to an extent it makes sense. I haven't watched any other um too many other mock drafts. I I taken a look at them and I really didn't study them, but. When I was watching this one, I felt like this was um, made a lot of sense. Matt Corral for going to the Washington Commanders. Um, playing at Mississippi, he did pretty good. Um, I think I think he was the one that got hurt, though, uh, playing at Ole Miss. I think he got hurt, so I don't know how this is going to play out. I could be wrong. Uh, Mississippi, Ole Miss, yeah, I think he was the one that got hurt, but I don't know. I, I could see that because they need a quarterback as well. Andrew Booth, cornerback at Clemson. Clemson fell off the map, so I really didn't watch um, what Clemson can do. So I don't really know. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, pretty good receiver. This is one. This is a receiver that the Falcons was like. Well, I ain't gonna say the Falcons was, but people that are doing commentary on the Falcons was actually looking at. Um, I could see this a really good pick for the Browns. Um, I I I just don't know because they they have other needs, but I, I could see it. Yeah, I can see it happening because you know they lost OBJ. Tyler Lindenbaum, um, center from Iowa, going to Baltimore. Um, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Not much to say there. Devin Lloyd. Now this is where I want to start talking, and I know right now there's no trades, but one name I haven't talked about yet is Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean has not been picked yet, which is highly surprising based on this mock draft. If this is the case, if things fall the way they do, the Falcons need to find a way to get back in the first round. And they need to go ahead and find a way to get uh, Calvin Ridley, try to see if they can trade for him, even if they have to use, like, you know, Calvin Ridley in the third round or, or third round pick or something. Get back in the first round, preferably get one of these picks right here 15 or 16. And getting the Kobe Dean with this pick. I think that'll be phenomenal if they do that. I don't know how, you know, the front office is doing at all, honestly. But if the Falcons want to get, I mean, if the Eagles going to draft Drake London out of USC at 16, why not go ahead and get Calvin Ridley? You're going to get your receiver, experienced receiver, still young. And you'll get a third round pick on top of that. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. They could probably get a third round pick as well. And we can move up to 16 and get Nicobe Dean. This is where this this is where I feel this is the big deal that I have right here. Falcons can move back in the first round, get get who they need. Or hell, even if they have to use the Julio Jones pick, the, the second pick in the second round to move up. Get you know, to, to move I, I think it's worth it to be honest. If they can move one of the I ain't, I ain't gonna say the first second round, but the second the second second round pick that they have. Move him, package him with Calvin Ridley, or that third round pick. Package that together. Move up to the front to the first. Get Nicobe Dean. They get their receiver all as well. Plus, they'll probably get a, another pick as well. So, the Eagles, I think, is a win win. And I think this is what the Falcons need because a guy like you know, you get Derek Stingley. You turn right around to get Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean can do a little bit of everything. He can play linebacker. He can, I don't know if he can play edge rusher, but he can uh, he can attack the quarterback. He can play in coverage. He can do a little bit of everything. So th that that's where I come in at and be like, okay, this should be done. I would like to see this done, and um, that's the move. Now, like I said, this mock draft is not necessarily official, obviously, but 
when you're looking at these, you know, uh, the situation and none of these have trades in it. But if you do get a trade, this is where you want to make it at. Because N'Kobe Dean, based on this draft, I think he's going to continue to fall. But I think he's worth that pick. I think he's worth moving up to get. 17, offensive tackle for Northern Iowa. Trevor Penning will go to the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm okay with that. Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. This is a really good pick for the Saints, even though I hate to admit it. This is a pretty good pick uh, for the Saints, which I kind of think that um, they do need help all over the place. I, this, this, this right here will tell you that the whole situation with Michael Thomas is uh, is uh, not as uh, kosher as you would think. Um, I think it's a decent pick, but they do need a quarterback. But uh, I don't know. Uh, the Saints just going to continue to keep falling. But I think this is a solid pick for the Saints. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, it won't get them anywhere, in my opinion. Uh, Philadelphia. George Carlifis, I think that's a, that's what it says, an edge rusher out of Purdue. It's look at this. Philadelphia got three first-round picks. This is another one. They can go ahead and move up and get, you know, the Falcons can move up. They need. They really need to talk to the Eagles, in my opinion. But they, but out of all three of these picks, for them to get, you know, Devin Lloyd out of Utah, which is – Devin Lloyd is really good. I think this guy, nobody really talks about him. And I, I apologize for looking over him at 15. He has turned into something really special this season. He's going to be pretty good in the NFL. But to get down here to get another edge rusher from uh, Purdue, that would be pretty decent to see how that plays out. Trevon Walker, this is where some of the Georgia guys are going to start going based on this draft. Trevon Walker out of Georgia going to Pittsburgh. I'm still surprised N'Kobe Dean is not the first Georgia uh, defensive guy taken, but that's another, you know, I am uh, really uh, – you know, a bias, but, um, a lot of people thinking that Pittsburgh would take a quarterback here. I'm going to be honest. With you, I think Pittsburgh is going to try to get a quarterback in the, in the, um, in, in free agency. So, but at the same time, they're going to get the defensive lineman, Trayvon Walker. I'm okay with that. New England Patriots pick up Jordan Davis. I'm definitely not surprised at this. I'm not surprised at this. This is, this right here is so, this is, is so New England Patriots. So I'm not surprised at that. Chris Olave going to the Raiders. I thought, honestly, I thought that he was going to be going a little bit earlier. But for him to go to the Raiders, that would be pretty cool for the uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, another weapon for uh, the, for uh, what's his name, Carr to throw to. That's That would be pretty cool. And, and then Josh McDaniels is their coach. So that, you know, that is going to be really interesting. Trent McDuffie out of Washington. Um, shout out to uh, our defensive coordinator, at um at Georgia Southern, you know he he pretty much uh, dra- uh coached this guy up. So um good to see a a, a Washington quarterback go a um, cornerback go to the NFL once again. Um, and this is it right here, Nicobe Dean going to Dallas. Now I I think I think honestly, this is not just a Nicobe Dean thing. I think this is where this mock draft kind of goes wrong a little bit. I don't see Nicobe Dean going to Dallas. I just don't. Um, I honestly, I see Dallas probably trying to get another cornerback, which where you see a Buffalo to Kyler Gordon thing, I could see this a uh, situation where Buffalo, I mean, where Dallas gets one of these Washington cornerbacks, the Kobe Dean, I get it with him and Michael Parsons together. That will be, that will be something serious, but I don't see Dallas picking the Kobe Dean here. 
Nevertheless, even though N'Gobi Dean is possibly going to fall this far, it's another reason why the Falcons should try to jump back in the first round and try to get N'Kobe Dean. But um, I personally think that the Dallas Cowboys will probably get a cornerback because they, they, they really need another cornerback to play on the other side of Diggs. That would be something really interesting to see. Kyler Gordon got them going from Buffalo, going from Washington going to Buffalo. Another uh, cornerback, these two, McDuffie and Gordon, was trained or was coached by our defensive coordinator at Georgia Southern. So that's awesome. Keon Green, offensive guard at Texas A&M, going to Tennessee. Um, this is like a situation they're going to get the best player available. Um, so I don't have much to say there. Uh, jo- Jahan Dotson out of Penn State going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, I can see that because um, Chris Godwin could be gone, uh, could be moved away from free agency, so I can see that happening. So that would be a replacement for Chris Godwin. I, Godwin, I can see that. Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. That's another defensive lineman that's going from Georgia, going to Green Bay. Um, just bolster up the defense. I definitely see that. I'm not, I'm not against that. Nothing to say there. Bernard Raymond going to Miami. Um... Yeah, I can see that because they need they they do need offensive linemen help. They do, so I I can see that happening. Uh, nothing to really say there. Um, fairly solid pick. Jamison Williams going from Alabama to Kansas City. Do they need more people in in wide at the wide receiver position? Hey, my baby, what's up, baby? My son is here. Everybody, what you what you need, baby? You want to say hello to everybody? Yeah, that's daddy. Yeah. What, what you doing with this pull-up? You don't need this pull-up right now. You're always carrying that pull-up. Yeah, that's daddy. Well, let's continue because we're almost done. Why do Kansas City need more firepower? Honestly, do they really need more people like this? Like, um, that'd be awesome, though. Coming back from a knee injury. Kenneth. Yeah, that's Kenneth. Yeah, that's you, Kenneth. Hi. <laughs> uh, with that being said, they don't need um him to play right away. So that 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 is awesome. That'll be a really good spot for Williamson and Kansas City because if he comes back in the middle of the year, around playoff time, <laughs> Kansas City's gonna probably be right back in the AFC Championship game. Um, Cincinnati is playing it very cool. Going to get another offensive tackle from Minnesota, Daniel Falale. Lele, I like I said, this guy. I remember watching him when he played against Georgia Southern at six nine, three hundred eighty pounds. At one point, he was at four hundred pounds. I mean, look, this is a really good look for Cincinnati. You can't help but to get a big, strong uh, offensive tackle to continue to um, just give your quarterback protection. No, nothing nothing bad about that there. So um, I'm trying to think, uh, is there other any needs that the, uh, any other needs that the Bengals need? Not really because their offensive line just been, you know, giving up um, uh, quarterback sacks like all throughout the playoffs. So be careful. They may do that again in the playoffs. I mean, in the Super Bowl. So and finally, number 32, we're got Daxton Hill from Michigan with them already getting um, possibly Aiden Hutchinson with Daxton Hill that um, getting two guys from Michigan, a couple of um, uh, teammates going to be playing together in Detroit. Detroit got a they, they got an uphill battle, man. It's just something about Detroit just cannot they can't get out of their way. It's just I don't know they can't win games. I don't get it. But um, let's see how that goes. I I don't see a, a problem with any one of these picks. Um, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. So um, there's also a possibility that you know, like Scott Bear said, they could see the Lions trading this pick. So you just never know. Well, 
that's pretty much it for this episode. Uh, we pretty much looked at the uh, the mock draft. Shout out to Scott Bear at AtlantaFalcons.com. I think he did a pretty good job of putting this draft together, uh, this mock draft together. Unlike some other people that are on the um, the, the letter networks, I, I though some of those drafts to me are like really, really, I ain't going to say they're really off, but they just don't seem like they make sense to me for the most. And I know I could be a little biased. So I'm looking at AtlantaFalcons.com. But I will say that if this draft wasn't, if this mock draft wasn't on point and if I can't get along with it, um, I probably wouldn't be following up with it. I probably wouldn't be talking about it. Like I said, this is one of the drafts that um that actually made sense. There's a couple of them that, a couple of moves I did not like. I don't too much care for the getting a receiver at 16 for the uh, Eagles. I think they should trade out of that. And also, I don't like the Nakobe Dean falling that far. I think Nakobe Dean is the top ten pick in my opinion. But you never know; players do fall every year. One is always that one player that falls every year, and um, it could be he could be the one. Nevertheless, if he does, the Falcons need to find a way to get back into the draft, um, into the first round and try to get him. I think he would be a phenomenal fit for what um Dean Pease and company are trying to do. Um, so that that that's my uh, opinion about that. And that will conclude the rest of, the, uh, of this episode. If you guys enjoyed this uh, episode, I, uh, I, I want you to hit that like button. If you're on the YouTube side of things, give me a high star rating on that star chart on the podcast side. Share this podcast, share this video, subscribe to the avenues of podcasts and or the YouTube side of things. Um, that will be uh really awesome and phenomenal for you guys to continue to support. Also, if you want to support either through a monthly donation or a one-time donation, the link is down in the description, um, all through the uh, anchor um, link or the cash app link that I really would appreciate it. Like I said, this is a one man show and I do everything here, not to beat my chest or whatever, but I try my best to give you guys uh, all the best. Um, I try my best to give you the best, uh, content possible and i try to make sense of it all so i really thank you guys for uh for your time i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your wednesday i'm going to get out of here my son is up i'm going to ha- hang out with him before he goes to daycare and uh i'm just going to try to get things together for this for the rest of this uh day i thank you guys i really appreciate it i see you guys on the next one you guys be easy you guys be blessed All right, y'all. Peace.